Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if there wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport. It's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's been a super exciting week in the world of sport and it's about to get even better because we're building up to what should be an exciting weekend in the world of sports. Lots of big events, lots of big matchups and we discuss them right here on your favourite sports show, ZFM Sport, on your favourite station, ZFM Stereo, my station, your station. Friday evening, it's just gone six past the hour of six. It's a very good evening, Zimbabwe. Welcome to it. On the home front, we're talking Talking about local rugby, where the Paramount Under-20 League heads into Round 5 with some mouth-watering encounters in the offing. And they're all set for Harare Sports Club tomorrow. We'll be discussing those matchups and the latest developments in junior rugby with Chris Meadzi, Barry Manandi. Our producer is Sean Tavernik and my name is Mike Madoda. We also have international sport for you and we go stateside. Where it's all set for the 2023 NBA. NBA All-Star Game and it will be held in Salt Lake City and this season's game marks the 30th anniversary of the first NBA All-Star Game hosted by the Utah Jazz way back in 1993. We have trips around the world with updates from New Zealand, Wales, Qatar and the United States. In the beautiful game, Sudan side Al Merik kicked off the weekend's CAF Champions League action with a goalless draw against Egyptian giant Zamalek uh, this afternoon in Benghazi. In the Premier League, Arsenal have no time to lick their wounds after losing top spot to Manchester City as the Gunners aim to snap a four-game winless streak at Aston Villa tomorrow. And in La Liga, two teams in good form hunting for Champions League football will lock horns at the Wanda Metropolitano on Sunday night as Atletico Madrid welcome the Athletic Club uh, to the Spanish capital. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. You want to send us a message on 0731168045. In the second half of the show, we're going to be talking a lot of football. So get your messages in early and we're going to read those during the fan zone. Let's give you your local sports news roundup, starting with some netball news where the Premier Netball League teams will use the preseason tournament set for Chitunguiza Quite a Complex from tomorrow to fine-tune combinations ahead of the new season. Organisers say 20 teams are expected to participate, including four newly promoted sides, that's Harare District, Expendables, Stormers and City Angels. 
In swimming news, local swimmers are in Bulawayo for the Zimbabwe Senior National Championships that got underway yesterday. Participants from different provinces, including Harare, who are the defending champions, Matebeleland South, Mashonaland Country Districts, Mashingo, Manikaland, and host Bulawayo are taking part. And we'll finish off with some Castle Lager Premier Soccer League news. Mandava Stadium will play host to the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League season opener. That's the Castle Challenge Cup on the 11th of March. The Castle Challenge Cup, which was introduced in 2017, will feature champions FC Platinum and Chibuku Super Cup champions of Bulawayo Chiefs. Alois, when you take a look at that matchup, FC Platinum, Bulawayo Chiefs, not any of our traditional teams, but these two could serve up a very good encounter. Yeah, it's easy. It's the modern, uh, modern world that, that we, we, we are. They're actually probably uh, some of the biggest teams in the country at the moment. When you look at uh, social media, what they've been doing, the professionalism that they've been providing us. So for me, I think... Uh, Still, for the guys that are growing up, we are still, still stuck in the history of that Dynamo Eps United. But these guys are growing up and uh, the younger generation actually identifying more with these two clubs. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. First up on the show today, the weekend preview. We are talking about junior rugby in Zimbabwe. And it's good evening to Caleb Nondo from Harare Southwest. He writes, good evening, ZFM Sports team. Nice going. Hope you're all well. It's great to see a strong development agenda for Zimbabwe youth rugby. There's a bright future ahead if there's consistency in this approach to this bottom rung of rugby. Goes on to say, I'd love to know the composition of the faculty training these youngsters. Well, we'll be delving deeper into this discussion a bit later on, but right now, the Paramount Under-20 Rugby League heads into Round 5 this weekend with mouth-watering encounters on the cards. Players will be eager to put in strong performances following the announcement of a talent-loaded provisional squad of 73 players for Zimbabwe's Under-20 Rugby Africa Bats Trophy defence in Kenya in the month of April. Now, earlier today, our producer caught up with ZFM Sports rugby pundit Gordon Pangetti Xavier and we asked him about the importance of the Paramount League part of the league uh, and part of the reason they've been hosting uh, this tournament uh, is a way for Mr. Sean D'Souza and his team to select a national under 20 side that will go and represent us at the Bartes Cup uh, competition and uh, last year uh, it proved to be a success because he managed to pick quite a number of players from the league um, what you've realized now is some of the players are currently in school some are upper sixes and this has given them a platform to actually showcase their talents uh, those that have finished school who are in their gap year are actually performing and will be uh, taking part in the senior league uh, a few months from now um, so basically this has been a great development program uh, which showcases talent and then also just allows for the national selectors, like I said, to, to look in at some of the players. There are a few foreign based players. Uh, there was a national, uh, team squad list that was, uh, put out this week. And you have a few players, uh, who are in America and the United Kingdom. But the majority of the squad, uh, is based, um, here in, uh, uh Zimbabwe. Uh, they usually do their training on, on Sunday. So 
the, the coaches get a, a opportunity to watch games uh, from morning all the way to, to, to the afternoon and they can look at certain combinations. Uh, I know what they've been doing is they've been talking to the coaches from the various clubs, Harare uh, Sports Club, Old Georgians, Old Arians, you know, Zimbiru, uh, XP Horns, uh, to mention but a few, uh, to, 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 to look at the, the, the player selection base and uh, to change positions sometimes, which they have the freedom and luxury of doing uh, in order to, to, to get the right team and the right balance uh, for the national under-20 side. So it's a great platform, one, uh, for the national side, but also uh, for those first-team coaches that are looking to add to their depth uh, chart uh, when the league starts. They can also get some of these uh, young, talented, fresh players to, to join their first-team uh, league and, and, and perform. And you never know. Some have ended up playing for the Cheetahs. Some have gotten opportunities uh, to play for the Sables. Uh, and you're quite aware that there's sevens going to be happening soon and also... There's a Curry Cup um, uh, for the Zim Goshawks. So last year he had a few uh, young players also participating in that. So it's a it's a stepping stone. It's a good platform. I'm aware that the national team coaches have been watching uh, the tournament as well. So I think it bodes well uh, for 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 this coming uh, international season. Uh, that's uh, CFM Sports uh, rugby pundit Gordon Pangetti, who's also, of course, uh, the head of the sports program out at Heritage and a former national team coach at junior level, speaking to our producer. And Barry, he touches on a number of things, but uh, I want us, of course, to draw a line uh, between the two principal things that we're going to be discussing. That is, of course, Zimbabwe's participation at uh, the Rugby Africa Bartis Trophy, uh, which will be played in the month of April uh, out in Kenya as well as the Paramount Under 20 Rugby League. We have so often talked about the fact that we seem to be uh, caught by surprise by these international events when they come along and our teams go half-baked and underprepared. But with the Under 20 Rugby League in operation and happening, it looks like our boys are going to have plenty of game time and a lot of decent preparation. Yeah, and the one thing that, that really serves uh, Sean D'Souza and his coaching staff uh, for the under-23, uh, under-20 uh, Sables uh, is the fact that he, number one, is coach of Princero Tigers, meaning that he gets a chance to watch these players in their final year of high school the year before. And then, now we've got a, 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 a pathway for them before they get to first-team rugby. We've got a pathway where they can play under 20 uh, rugby which is right for them to do yes. uh, play with their, their contemporaries okay uh, and then uh, hone their skills as well as a national team call up uh, for the under 20 side to play in the Bartes Cup of which we're the defending champions which again is a feather in our cap because last year they did the business in April again in Kenya and hopefully they can def- successfully defend uh, that trophy this time around the squad announced fantastic so uh, the Paramount uh, um, League is a very important for uh, and and acting as that pathway uh, for those players that are coming out of school and uh, some of them still in school. And uh, certainly, of course, uh, last year we did the business uh, beating our rivals Namibia in the final. Uh, and of course, the Zimbabwe under-20 side also went on to finish as runners-up in the World Rugby Canada Conference, which featured the hosts, eventual winners Chile and Uruguay late last year to cap off a very successful year. So it looks like there is something bubbling quite nice.
precisely mm-hmm. uh, as far as junior rugby is concerned. And so often, Chris, when we talk about the Sables struggling, the Sables wanting to qualify for the World Cup, and we know that there was a lot of great work that was yeah. done uh, at the national team level, but we kind of like felt like they were trying to short-circuit the system. Exactly. Uh, mm. Try and pack possibly 10 years <laughs> into 24 months and yes. qualifying for the World Cup, but really, the hard yards are done at this level. Yes, definitely, and and it's so good that now we do have these structures in place, and what that does, I think, is that first of all, when it comes to the types of experiences that this under, for example, the under-20 side that we have at the moment, those 60 players, those 60 players get to know each other and play together through these tournaments, getting international experience, so that when it comes to the senior team, they're not, first of all, overawed by the occasion, when it comes to the other teams, they know some of the players, there's yeah. a bit of familiarity yeah. there as well, very so good. it's very important preparation, and for me, in in as much as, yes, we obviously we continue with the Sables, they continue to do all of the fantastic work. For me, I would take a look at these this group of players and say that this is the group we need to be looking at when it comes to that qualification and when it comes to setting the big lofty goals, this is the group that we need to be looking at. And of course, at the Bartes uh, Cup, uh, Kenya uh, will once again host the Continents Under-20 Championship, which will feature eight teams. And these are Zimbabwe, uh, Namibia, Zambia, Madagascar, Uganda, Tunisia, Cote d'Ivoire, as well as the hosts themselves, Kenya. So it's going to be very competitive. We know that Madagascar certainly uh, punches well above its weight when it comes to rugby. They've got that French flair as well as influence. So does Cote d'Ivoire, who've uh, come up along in leaps and bounds, as have Tunisia out in North Africa. Now, let's get back uh, to the local league, Barry, the under-20 league that's in the fifth round of action. And the one thing that I'm particularly excited about is that we're not just talking about the traditional uh, teams that we're used to talking about whenever we talk about rugby at club level here in Zimbabwe, which is Old Hararians, Old Georgians, Harare Sports Club, ETC. We're beginning to talk of the likes of Marondia. Yes. We're beginning to talk of the likes of Raiders mm. as well as Northern Chiefs. Yeah. It's nice to see that rugby is getting spread in the city and in this area, of course, uh, of Zimbabwe. Yeah. It is, uh, and uh, listen. Uh, also, the fact that this is this uh, Harare Province Under 19 League, uh, sponsored by by Paramount, uh, is is uh, and it's it's showing itself to be a, a a nice breeding ground. Not only that, but also as you say, creating new names, new names for teams, but also new names that we can talk about and rattle off as players as well. Because this is where uh, the national team is being selected. This is where the stars are made. Zimbiru rugby, right? Yeah. And as I want national. <laughs> <laughs> because the, at, at 10 a.m. this weekend, tomorrow, uh, Marondera takes on Southern City at 10 a.m. That's a Division One uh, uh, clash. Then the Premiership steps in. Now, these are under-19, of course. XP Horns, uh, which look very organized uh, uh, from what we've seen. Uh, I know they tried to set up a base at Alex, and then they, they moved across to Belgravia. We saw them uh, uh, touching up Belgravia and all sorts. They're taking on older areas at 11.25. That's a traditional name. And then 
FS Raiders takes on Zimbiru Rugby. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's your team now. That's at 12.50. And then at uh, 2.15 uh, in the afternoon, all Georgians will be taking on Northern Chiefs. Uh, uh, and, and they say Northern Chiefs RFC Rugby Football Club. That's it. That's and, it. and all this action, of course, uh, is happening at Harare Sports Club. So if you do love rugby, uh, that's the place to be tomorrow. Harare Sports Club at the Machinery Exchange Stadium. Was it the Exchange well, Machinery Michael. Stadium? I nailed it this time. Yeah, I nailed it. The well Machinery done. Exchange Stadium, yes. yes. A nip over. Uh, and that's, of course, just behind the uh, cricket uh, stadium. Uh, you'll find the rugby facilities there. That is where it's going to be happening from 10 in the morning right through to the end of the day. You'll be able to watch a number of rugby matches as our best junior players go head to head in a bit to uh, impress coach Sean DeCesa and hopefully be selected for the Bartes uh, Trophy defence which will be in Kenya in the month of April. We're continuing with our sports stories here coming up. We'll be discussing basketball as the NBA All-Star game out in Salt Lake City. Get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation on our WhatsApp platform 0731 I'll give you that number again. 0731 High sports team. It's Baba Tony in Grayston Park. How are you doing, Baba Tony? He says, ah, oh, Mike, get well soon, bro. You sound different today. I hope I'm sounding sexy. You actually sounded very sexy on what was that day? The day they were making fun of you. Was it Wednesday? Had a bit of a growl. That one was good. That one was good. Not this one, yeah. No, you're sounding a bit sketchy today. I can't comment whether you're sounding sexy or sexy. No, I don't know. But Come on. Come on. You should be quiet. That was sexy, but your voice is back now. If they are saying now you're sounding sexy today, maybe they should have listened on Wednesday. No, this is a conversation we should be having with Chris alone. Not with you, Barry. Just Chris alone. No, 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 no. Let's you and me. We stay. You were so different on Wednesday. On my days. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. Whether it's the NBA or NFL, the best of America on CFM Sport. Messages are already coming in. A lot of people wanted to talk uh, football. Baba Shemiko Epas. If Manchester United continue to play like that, there's no need for me to have a girlfriend. And of course, United in a thrilling tour draw with Barcelona at the Camp New last night. We'll be discussing football in the second half of the show. So stay locked on to ZFM Sport right here on ZFM Stereo. In the meantime, we're out in the States. 
it's where it's all set for the 2023 NBA All-Star Game and it'll be held in Salt Lake City, Utah. And this game marks the 30th anniversary for the first NBA All-Star Game hosted by the Utah Jazz in 1993. Back in the time when they had the likes of Carl, the male mailman Malone, Malone, John Stockton. I mean, that was, that was a great team. Yeah. Great, great team. And the NBA All-Star Weekend will tip off tonight with the Celebrity Game and Rising Stars Challenge. That NBA pundit Stephen A. Smith says he's pleased the NBA All-Star Game still has fan involvement in the selection of the stars. That. We got load management. We got injuries. We got cats that can't play a game one night, but they can play the next. But they sitting on the bench with street clothes, smiling on their, smiling ear to ear, acting like it ain't a care in the world. No regard whatsoever for the fan that's in attendance that paid to see them play. And understanding that by and large, the median salary in the United States and America ain't even 50000 The vast majority of American citizens can't afford to pay for more than one game to go to per year. You know, most people ain't season tickets. Holders. Most people can't afford luxury boxes. Most people can't attend every game. Most people that show up to a game, it's the only time they get to see cats play. And these guys, if I ain't about them missing games, I'm not talking about that because if you injured, you injured. I'm talking about the absence of regard for those fans that show up in attendance hoping to see them play and they don't seem to have a key in the world. So when I think about it from that perspective, it's not it's kind of nice to have some mechanism in place where the fans have a say as it pertains to what they want to see to celebrate the NBA game. Stephen A. Smith always strong in his opinions and he's uh, talking about the fact that he's pleased, Chris, with the fact that the fans are involved. In fact, the mm-hmm. fans are actually a principal part uh, of the All-Star Weekend. First of all, in the way that they get to choose the participants mm-hmm. in the All-Star Weekend and secondly, in the way that in some of the events that are lined up over the weekend, they get to vote, they get to decide yeah. winners and of course, it's a reward by the NBA to the fans to say, hey, Here's a great weekend where it's all about entertainment yeah. and it's for you, the fans. And it's so, so important. I think when you're taking a look at a fan engagement strategy, this is almost the, the, the very big crown on top of everything. This is what sets everything in motion. And I think that involvement does a lot in the way of incredibly young players as well. I mean, don't players, fans, <laughs> <laughs> who are able to also participate. And like Stephen A was saying, it's not everyone who can actually afford to yeah. go to these games. So it's very important to still appreciate and acknowledge those fans who can't afford to go to the games but will tune in from wherever you are wherever they are and those eyeballs are exactly what gets the NBA first of all the money circulating all of those image rights so so important to ensure that your fans have this very big spectacle that they can own as theirs and ownership is such a big part when it comes to fan engagement Barry we saw a similar initiative I think it's at its uh, very genesis here in Zimbabwe uh, the Castle Lager Soccer Stars of the Year Uh, there was of course the uh, fan vote uh, mm-hmm. for the uh, fans player of the yeah. year yeah. and uh, that award was introduced for the very first time yeah. uh, at the last awards out in December. Uh, that's at the very beginning of its journey and would love to see more of these initiatives in Zimbabwe sport 
mm. uh, and not just in the voting, but yeah. events that are really built around the fans. Why are we not doing so in Zimbabwe sport? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a challenge because we're not we're not uh, uh, the, the fan the proximity between a sport and its fans can only be cut out if the fan feels like their voice matters. Uh, and the minute that you 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 shut them out, uh, the fans also answer with their feet. And so uh, fans don't turn up at stadiums. Does sound familiar? Uh, fans don't don't engage with the with the product. Uh, so the 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 way if even if you've got a, a, a not a great product, yeah. yeah, they will give you a pass if they feel that they're part of the process of making the product better. Yeah. Uh, so we're not we're not we're not uh, uh, harnessing that power here and it's great that that initiative at the Soccer Stars happened that they invited two fans who came to the to the actual gala dinner and hopefully that can grow but there's a lot more that we can do uh, <laughs> Caleb he says uh, Mike's voice is a cross between Morgan Freeman and Denzel Washington I think that's flattery uh, I he think major you flattery. knew you knew Caleb? I would read this message didn't you Caleb the art of flattery my goodness I read the message inside Caleb well thank you so much for listening Uh, (laughs) wow I'm actually I'm actually quite flattered are you flustered I am I'm impressed right now I'm impressed to get voiceover gigs I should have the flu all the time then Uh, I'm hardly going to make any effort to get well at this rate the man is going to keep calling me Denzel Washington and Morgan Freeman (laughs) right let's get back to the basketball of course uh, this will be the sixth consecutive season in which the all-star game uses a draft format in which each conference's top vote getter will serve as captain and a draft roster uh, of the remaining uh, 22 players will then of course uh, be offered to the players to select their squads and their starting fives the two captains out in the west LeBron James is the captain and the starters the pool in the west Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic and Zion Williamson and then Giannis Attendekumpo out in the east. He's got Kevin Durant who surprisingly of course now is in the west. <laughs> Kyrie Irving who too is in the west. Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum. So they're going to have to select Chris. The only difference this time is that they're doing this just before the game actually starts. Yeah. So right up to this moment no one knows who's playing for who. The only thing we know is that LeBron is a captain Giannis is a captain and I think it just adds that extra spectacle to the entire thing and also the anticipation build up becomes really intense and also you get the most eyes this way because no one knows exactly what is going to happen you're going to tune in to make sure you see how everything goes down so I think this is a really great strategy and innovation and make sure that people actually tune in when this thing starts and of course uh, the sad part is that there are some players who will be missing uh, through injury Kevin Durant, uh, Steph Curry, Zion Williamson and Joel and bid all out uh, due to injury and there is a whole list of festivities of course over the weekend there's the slam dunk contest there's a three point contest as well uh, and of course uh, you've got uh, the likes of Damian Lillard who in the absence uh, of Steph Curry I'm backing to win yeah, the three yeah. point contest because yeah. he's cold from that distance mm. and then there's also a skills competition and then there's a halftime show uh, which will of course feature the 
the likes of Burner Boy who were played in our power play uh, earlier on. So it's all about entertainment. It's all about mm. the fans, Alois. And uh, this whole weekend is yep. just designed around the fans. We also saw the um, NFL do the same thing as well uh, in the lead up uh, to the Super Bowl. Uh, it was all about the fans, you know, filled stadium with all these fun things happening. And uh, I-, I just think to myself that... Um, we disregard fans, Aloy, so much in Zimbabwe sport. We just see fans as dollars. We just see mm-hmm. them as people who pay at the turnstiles. And after they're in the stadiums, uh, we often treat them very badly. Two, we ignore them. And three, we don't even engage them in what, what's, what's happening. And I want you, Aloy, to comment because you know what? Like Zimbabwe cricket has got a lot of good stuff that's going on around. And I want to talk about an experience that uh, Barry and I had. Yeah. Uh, we're going back, the Chevrons, they were playing, I think, was it the Irish? The Irish, yeah. Was it? Yeah, they were playing Ireland. We decided we're going to go and support. We decided to go to a certain uh, section of, of, of the stadium of an Irish sports club. And we, we pay for entry. Uh, and then we told, no, you're going to have to buy food before you mm. enter. Like tokens. Wait, what? Yeah, you buy tokens. Yeah, yeah you buy tokens. So we were literally okay. forced to pay an extra twenty dollars, US yeah. twenty dollars, uh, before, and they wouldn't allow us, even though we had yeah. paid to watch so you, VIP oh, tickets. No yeah. ways. We were forced to buy tokens for food. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Listen, guys. That totally kills me. Yeah, it, it just totally kills the experience. And don't and, and force take me. Note, take note. No <laughs> refund should you not use those tokens. Ah. <laughs> no, you can then use the, the tokens uh, as you as you wish or whatever the case may be. That's a uh, little crazy. The, uh, so 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 in in my view, it's it's almost like creating, and I'm not trying to sick the RBZ on them <laughs> because it's like taking a, creating a quasi bank uh, because yeah. I'm banking my money with you and uh, creating a wallet. That is virtual. That, that first of all, I don't want to create. That, yes, I did not subscribe to this. That is being, yeah, but that is being forced or coerced onto me, mm. uh, and and that 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 experience I think was uh, a little bit abusive, to be honest. Yeah, yeah uh, 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 like like you guys said, I, I think I think uh, that's what we see. We look at fans. The problem in Zimbabwe, we just think of get takings. We we want to well, maximize. Takings in this yeah, takings, takings, literally. takings. We just look at the fans. How much can we get yeah. out of the fans? We don't think about what fans create, so that we can have more money later, so that we can yeah. have eyeballs. See. When corporates want to partner you, when they want to be involved in a sport, they look at the people that are coming in and they see they are eyeballs in here so we can actually partner. So we don't look further than that here. Yeah, we just no... see, look at what can we get. This is the game. Right we now. want to make money from this game. And so that's why we disregard the fans. But the fans are there to actually increase the atmosphere, to actually but... spare on the players for the better, for the product to actually grow so we don't look at that that way there's no long term thing we, we, we would have naturally spent uh, some money there we would have bought drinks and so forth yeah. we I know yes ten dollars each we might have spent seven dollars or six dollars even more we would have spent we would have spent you would have had a good experience and the next thing you do when you have a good experience is you tell someone about it and the right next back. time you go there you want to take more people, more people with you they bring their people and it grows and which is exactly how Zimbabwe cricket yeah. first of all grew that audience that we're now seeing so there has to be 
actually a more long-term strategy yes. for fan engagement. You can't capitalize and say, okay, this is someone's first time and that's the experience. What if I didn't have the $20? Yeah. Then what? Then, then, yeah. then, you, have to, then you have to stay out. If so, it, carry on. Carry even on. the fan, fan engagement is not just for that particular game. You do, you do things before the game, even a week yeah. before the game. You're already engaging the fans. You predict the score, do whatever. You know, like who is going to be in the starting line. There's a lot that you can do for the fans. So that when the game comes, mm. the fans want to come in and like, yeah. this is, I, I talked about it. Yeah. I, I was involved in this. Even after the game, yeah. you still do a lot of fun engagement yeah, as well. So that in the next game, you're already prepared. We don't have long-term long term plans for 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 fan engagement for fan involvement in the country we just want to tag uh, tell us your thoughts on uh, fan engagement and uh, even if you had uh, experiences good bad and ugly as a fan let us know on zero seven three one one six eight zero four five it's time for us to go around the world in 60 chris is next hi my name is zuba mute los angeles keep a small forward and you're listening to zfm sport Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in New Zealand where England's first test against New Zealand is fascinatingly poised after Tom Blundell's superb century kept the host afloat on day two in Mount Maunganui. Responding to England's first innings, 325 for nine declared. New Zealand scored 309 runs and picked up two wickets for 79 at stumps. We'll head over to Wales. Warren Gatland has said that he would not support his Welsh players should they carry out a threat of strike action where England are due to visit Cardiff in the Six Nations a week on Saturday. In Qatar, Veronica Kudamatova upset the Doha opening seedings for the, to defeat American teenager Coco Golf 6-2-3-6-6-1 and set up a semi-final clash with world number one Iga Sviatek. And it's touchdown in the United States where Tiger Woods birdied his last three holes as he carded a 2-under-69 at the Genesis Invitational in his return to competitive action after seven months out. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. The beating drum. The roaring fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on ZFM Sport. All right, we start on the continent. Sudan side Almerik uh, kicked off the weekend's CAF Champions League action with a goalless draw against Egyptian giants Zamalek this afternoon in Benghazi. Right now, there's more action underway. Cotton Sport. Cotton Sport Garua is taking on Mamelodi Sundowns. The score is currently uh, in the first half. We're in added time in the first half. Uh, Mamelodi Sundowns are three. Cotton Sport one. Goals coming from uh, Cassius Mailula, who's having a phenomenal season uh, for uh, Mamelodi Sundowns, and Tebojo Morena. And then the uh, the goal coming for uh, Cotton Sport from Owasu uh, uh, PG. He got the goal there for uh, uh, for Cotton Sport. Uh, uh, Alois, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns is, is uh, look, looking good. They're looking good value in this in this Champions League. And uh, if they carry on on this path, uh, we could see them go deep. 
Yeah, they, they are really looking good. They are playing good football and you can actually see uh, the way they play. They've got the aggression as well and the excitement in the team. There's some some excitement and it's some, some, some happiness in, in the camp. You know, there used to be some, you could actually feel some tension and everything. Mm. But this time around, there's some freedom that is happening in, uh, in Mamelo Sundown that is very encouraging. That seems to have been, uh, had the shackles released uh, from them. Uh, Champions League, CAF, CAF Champions League uh, weekend fixtures, uh, Group A, uh, JS Kabili uh, of Algeria, takes on Wydad Casablanca of Morocco. Uh, AS Vito Club of DRC takes on Petro de Luanda of Angola. In Group B, Al Hilal of Sudan takes on Al Akhli uh, of Egypt. In Group C, Simba uh, Sports Club of Tanzania takes on Raja Casablanca of Morocco. That's a pretty big encounter, Mike, and uh, should be an entertaining affair. Uh, Simba wanting to to uh, make a splash in this in this tournament. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, against Raja Casablanca is going to be tough. But we know, of course, that the conditions that uh, Simba creates uh, at their own home patch they make it very <laughs> difficult for visitors. Uh, and I suspect uh, the same uh, will be made uh, for uh, Raja Casablanca. Uh, but on the field of play, they are a decent side. But uh, if Raja play their best game you expect the visiting Moroccans to win. All right. And then group, the other match in Group C, Vipers of Uganda takes on Horoya of Guinea. In Group D, it's Beluzidad of Algeria taking on Esperance of Tunisia. Let's go to England for the Premier League. All the rivalry. There goes Haaland. He's on his way again. He's hungry. He scored. He always does. He always will. Nothing more, sir. And all the game-changing moments. Marcus Rashford. He can't miss at the moment, Marcus Rashford. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. Now, Arsenal have no time to lick their wounds after uh, losing top spot to Manchester City as the Gunners aim to snap a four-game winless streak at Aston Villa tomorrow. Arsenal's unbeaten record uh, came to, to an end on Wednesday as City stormed the Emirates uh, 3-1 and went top of for the first time since November in the process. Let's get the pre-match thoughts of Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta. That's opportunity. We talked about it uh, for a few months now. The position that we are in and the way the team is playing um, and all the right things that we have to continue to do to end the right to continue to be there and um, we've seen where the level is we want to be at that level we are in that journey together um, and there were a lot of positive things to take from that game for sure Z. Well, Arsenal seemed like an unstoppable juggernaut at one stage but that mm. seems to have come to a sudden Halt, if you like. <laughs> so, when you're taking a look at their first 19 games in the league this season, they only dropped seven points, right? And in the last three, they've let eight slip away. Sure. So, it's also that controversial one-all draw um, with Brentford, defeat against Everton. It's, it's for me, it's, it's not a... It's not a crisis situation, mm. but I think Arsenal has lost a few opportunities to maintain their lead here, and I think it's been it could impact their trajectory in terms of their own perceptions of themselves. Yeah, and uh, the missing of uh, Thomas Partey, Alois, has been a real struggle for them because uh, he was sort of um, the uh, glue in that midfield and was was doing a job for them. Uh, he, he's expected to miss the clash against Aston Villa again. Uh, we saw how. 
critical he was, or at least how uh, they failed to replace him uh, against Man City. Aston Villa is a, a, an improving side. They're going to have to do very well without him. Yeah, it's looking really bad uh, for, for, for Arsenal, you know, especially at a time when they are dropping points, they didn't really need to drop uh, a player uh, like uh, like Thomas Partey, because like you say, that he has been the one who has been the glue. You know, when he is playing, even if you are not the, the Arsenal fan, mm-hmm. you actually enjoy, he is like a pivot, yeah. everything, you know, is going, is Go rotating through, around yeah. him. True. Yes. So now they don't have him, it does, they don't have the fluidity that they, they usually have when they have him and at a time like this when they've dropped eight points in the last three games it doesn't look well i think even the morale as well in the team some players are not are not you you, you might have in a team players that are not used to this thing they start losing confidence in truth exactly and that's where the leadership comes from and also now that c word that they use in england character now yeah. facing the only team in the Premier League uh, to have bested them this season Newcastle United welcome Liverpool to St James's Park tomorrow night uh, the Magpies a spate of stalemates continued with a one-all draw away to Bournemouth at the weekend while the Reds brought joy to Anfield uh, the Anfield faithful by beating Everton 2-0 in the Merseyside derby uh, performance required game by game Mike uh, that's all Liverpool can do but they're facing a very good Newcastle side yeah they're facing a, a Newcastle side but also a Newcastle side that's not playing its best football uh, recently uh, I think they're just like Arsenal their last four games they haven't impressed I think they failed to win uh, in those games and uh, one might be tempted to take a look at the absence of uh, Bruno Guimarães mm. uh, the Brazilian midfielder yeah. who I think like Partey at Arsenal is the glue that holds their midfield together yeah. he's been missing I think he'll be serving the last game of his suspension versus mm. Liverpool and Liverpool take a look at that as an opportunity because the one area where Liverpool has been weak it's in midfield yeah. uh, where Klopp has been failing uh, to find a working combination uh, it was a better versus Everton and I think Liverpool will be encouraged by the fact that I think Virgil van Dijk is um, up for first team selection mm-hmm. in this particular game uh, and so bench, uh, he was on the bench uh, in the game versus Everton so we should see uh, van Dijk and Matip uh, Robertson and Trent Allison at the back so that's Liverpool's first team uh, first choice uh, back five, back five uh, in place so that's another step in the right direction and we saw Diogo Jota come off the bench we saw Roberto Firmino come off the bench so there's some key pl- pieces that are returning for Liverpool mm. uh, and I think this game is critical for Liverpool in their quest uh, to finish in the European places because they have to beat Newcastle mm. to remain within touching distance uh, of the teams that are above them yeah, and those key pieces coming back couldn't have come at a better time uh, your Premier League fixtures this weekend Brentford takes on Crystal Palace uh, Brighton versus Fulham uh, Chelsea will entertain Southampton while Everton takes on Leeds United Nottingham Forest host Manchester City Wolves will take on Bournemouth while Manchester United host Leicester City Manchester United who are going great guns Alois uh, we spoke about the fact that uh, uh, Eric Ten Hag has turned this team around uh, but last night in the Europa League we saw a Manchester United side that certainly can uh, uh, battle with the best as it were yeah I really I really enjoyed the, the game you know, there was a time when you it was just the result. You know, you feel, you feel like, okay, we got the drop. We, yeah, we got the draw, we got three points. We got, yeah, yeah, but the, 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 the team is playing well. 
uh, to be honest, they, 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 they're knocking the ball around, the rotation, our ones enjoying the transition uh, into the attacking third, the cross is coming in. They, one, or, one or two players, you can actually feel they are not there yet, mm. but they, the, the bulk of the team, you can actually feel that this is a team that is going up, up somewhere. Well, Rogers in Zambia has got in touch, says, good evening, guys. Uh, Barcelona versus United was enjoyable Very. and belongs in the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> uh, you, you play where you are. Where you are. Based on what I saw good. yesterday, it can only mean two things. Either Ten Hag is a brilliant coach of Barcelona is overrated. So that is Roger's thought. And I, I think Ten Hag, to be honest, is, is he's brought a lot of organization yeah. uh, and structure to Manchester United. That wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, United now is very difficult to break down. Uh, the, you know, under Ole, sometimes you knew that if you went at United, you would create chances uh, and it would come down to just how efficient yes. you were and so uh, United playing very well uh, lots of guys wanted to talk about um, the game here uh, cautions Mavunga in Chiweshe Pachaona hi guys I'm happy with the two or draw though the ref I know to teach you otherwise Taito Kwapa it's more camp you uh, and I think he's talking about what is it the uh, penalty shout mm, the penalty shout four United, yeah, and then uh, but then there was another penalty shout for Barcelona. So I think it comes out of the wash. It all gets cancelled yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, I don't, I don't think the ref was was no. a factor in that game whatsoever. But of course, fans will always feel aggrieved. Always. Uh, yeah. The beautiful thing about this game, perhaps, Chris, is that uh, it's at two all. So yeah, we've got another blockbuster coming up uh, this coming Thursday. Yeah, I think that's the most exciting thing, and I think for both of these teams that desperately p- want to win the Europa League, I think it's going to be a mouth-watering encounter. Yeah, I hope they give us uh, the same show next Thursday because they brought life to the Europa League, that's for sure. Tottenham Hotspur will entertain West Ham United, Newcastle versus Liverpool, as we said. And then as we pointed out at Villa Park, uh, Arsenal will be the visitors this weekend. All right, off to Spain we go. The league that makes football all so beautiful where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day. Where the game is played with a smile and Real Madrid has Benzema. Karim Benzema has kept his nerve and has given Real Madrid the lead. All the news from the Spanish La Liga on ZFM Sport. So two teams in good form hunting for Champions League football. Lockhorns at the Wanda Metropolitano on Sunday night as Atletico Madrid welcome the Athletic Club to the Spanish capital. Atletico, who sit fourth in the table, will enter the contest off the back of a 1-0 victory over Celta Vigo, while seventh placed at the Athletic Club uh, were uh, 2-1 winners at Valencia in their fixture in Spain's top flight. So, uh, Mike, very rarely will be... Uh, we would always talk about those that watch uh, La Liga over many years will understand this is, a, this is a good big game but the uninitiated will say what are you guys talking about the Atletico versus the Athletic Club <laughs> what is that <laughs> yeah well by, by now to be honest we, we, we should be even if you're a ranked football fan you should you should know the size and the stature of the Athletic Club uh, I, I would be very disappointed if as a fan you don't know uh, the stature of the game that we're talking about uh, and of course uh, this one is particularly critical because uh, I think for Atletico Madrid they have to stay in the European place they've got nothing else to fight for. They're out of European competition. They're out of the cup competition. Uh, they're certainly not going
going to win La Liga so they have to win games like this and we know that the Athletic Club notoriously is very difficult indeed uh, alright so your fixtures key fixtures out of uh, Spain Real Sociedad versus Celta Vigo Osasuna takes on Real Madrid Barcelona host Cadiz uh, while uh, like we said uh, at the Wanda Metropolitano it's the Atletico Madrid taking on the Athletic Club in Germany Bayern Munich have may have dominated the Bundesliga for a decade but tomorrow they face bogey team Borussia Mönchengladbach who have defeated the Bavarian Giants nine times in the league since the 2011-2012 uh, season this matchup usually serves high octane drama regardless of the two teams positions in recent years and Chris I want to come to you for this one because <laughs> you've spoken about the fact that this Bayern Munich team is sort of finding its way yes they're getting results when they get results and they, they are good they are fantastic mm-hmm. but they've had some surprising uh, uh, reverses this season and this could be one this definitely could be one this um, Bayern Munich side is still finding its way I think Nagelsmann is still finding his feet as well um, when you take a look at the club and as a result there are going to be some results that are going to surprise us and this could definitely be one of them especially when you're taking a look at um, Borussia Mönchengladbach's just going up against uh, Bayern Munich historically. Mm, historically, because since 2012, the last year uh, Bayern failed to win the title in Germany. No club apart from Gladbach has managed more than five wins against them. So uh, this one is going to be a tough one for Julian Nagelsmann. Bundesliga weekend fixtures. Bochum takes on Freiburg. Union Berlin versus Schalke. Uh, Borussia Dortmund takes on Hertha Berlin. While Borussia Mönchengladbach host Bayern Munich. In Serie A, your key fixtures. Sassuolo versus Napoli, Monza versus AC Milan, Inter Milan entertain Udinese, while Atalanta takes on Lecce, Spezia versus uh, Juventus, and Roma takes on Hellas Verona. All right, guys, that's all we have time for. We're back on Monday for our review show. Don't miss it. May God richly bless you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Menandi, out. me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport local as well as international on your favorite station my station your station zfm we are z team on zfm sport z